Kia ora, you're listening to Speak Out Radio on 106.1 FM. Um, and I think I, I'm here today, I'm Compass, I'm here today with Emlyn. And hey. I think this is the first time we've done a show together. Yeah, we've done a bunch of shows like separately, yeah. but we've never actually like... <laughs> yeah, I, it's like we're, we're the two people that do the most shows at the moment, I think, yeah. but we've never done one together. So I'm <laughs> interested... kind of wild. Yeah, I'm interested to see how it goes because... <laughs> Who knows? We might be an awful pair. I reckon we have good bands. Yeah, like, we outside. great bands. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't hate myself for saying bands now. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like, Anyways. oh, what, what year is it? 2016? Like, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. I actually I had a weird realisation when I realised 2017 was two years ago. Oh, God, yeah. It's, it's awful. Like, I was just thinking, like, oh, when did I finish high school? 2016. Oh, oh no. oh no! Yeah, I'm getting old. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh no. Well, I finished school in 2018, so mm-hmm. I yeah. Okay, now like, I feel even yeah, more. Yeah, do you feel even older? <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah. My first year of freedom. It feels great. Great. What? <laughs> yeah. Off to a great start. Um, a grid start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what we're here to talk about today. <laughs> Is about being non-binary. Hell yeah. We both identify as non-binary, right? Yeah. And I believe it was on the 14th of July, it was mm-hmm. Non-Binary Awareness Day. And I have to say, I had this moment when, like, Inside Out put something up on their social media and it was everywhere. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad. Like, I booked in, like, a, a day to chat about being non-binary. And then I realized, like, past me had it, like, sorted out. Like, I'd written it down in our roster. That, <laughs> and I was like past me got my bag like I knew what I was doing yeah it was great yeah oh no I wish past me was as organized as that I'm very glad that you're here to be the organized one and I just have to turn up and be like hi hello every now and then I just find something and I'm like thank you past me like it's it's lip gloss it's my sunglasses and I'm like thank you past me yeah I just get stuff lost way too often often it's like damn you past me damn you to hell fair fair it it happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Should we should we say our pronouns and yeah. stuff? Just yeah, in- <laughs> yeah. Pronouns are fun. So yeah. I use they them pronouns. Same here. Yeah. Or just I mean pronouns, but she. Yeah, you know, it's pretty. It's pretty chill. Yeah, it's pretty chill. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was easy to remember. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Just yeah. just general they. Yeah. Theyness. They. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I've. It's really funny to me, like, whenever people are addressing. A bunch of people and say like ladies and gentlemen and stuff and then remember that I'm in the room and what like it's very interesting seeing how people correct themselves. Oh my gosh. Whether people are like and Imlin <laughs> or like, or like yeah. and others and all of the different uh, combinations that they come up with. Yeah. Me and uh, a friend of mine we have like a, a deep-seated hatred for ladies and gentlemen and we've mm-hmm. gone to quite a few events together where like they'll open up with ladies and gentlemen and we'll just look oh, yeah. over each other and we're like Oh. So that that like queer acknowledgement yeah of, like yep okay yeah mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like it's like when you sit you can see somebody and you're like i think you're queer and then you make that eye contact and oh, you're yeah. like yeah <laughs> we're on the same page here hell yeah yeah what's your favorite um alternative <laughs> greeting see, um i know like a lot of people like it when people just take gender like out where they're mm. like team folks that sort of thing and like when we do workshops with like workplaces and stuff we recommend that Mm -hmm. but I really like guys gals and non-binary I was about to say that's my favorite one like I I think there's something so much more powerful in just adding in like gender diverse people Mm -hmm. rather than just like getting rid of gender and it's so much more fun and like modern than like old I I heard that there was like a for the ladies and gentlemen there's like an add-on that you can be like ladies gentlemen and distinguished guests Ooh, yeah if you're in a more formal yeah. setting might be appropriate. I've I've heard one see, I heard one that was like ladies, gentlemen and I think it was like non binary friends or something. Like it mm-hmm. rhymed. Okay. But See, I keep on trying to remember it, but I never can. So gotcha. I feel like I should Google it. Like <laughs> I should Google it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep using like guys, girls, non binary pals. Yeah, I love it. It's, it's just like, Yeah, <laughs> it's just like you know we exist. It's like, oh it's so nice. That sweet, sweet validation. <laughs> oh, it feels good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. 
So I guess because we're here to talk about being non-binary, we should probably talk about being non-binary. Yeah, yeah I feel like that's a <laughs> fair, fair call. Yeah, that's a good way to go with this conversation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Um. So do, shall we just talk about like our journey, our personal journey? <laughs> like this is going to be a very egotistical like episode because we're oh, just yeah. going to be like, and then I thought, and but let's go for it. Yeah, time to just talk about ourselves for half yeah, an hour. It's, I, it's love it. I love it. I love it. My favorite topic. It's what I live for. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Do you want to start us off? Sure. Tell me your life story. Okay. Well, I realized that I wasn't cis when I was like 14. Um, which I think is fairly early for a lot of people. Um, mm. I'd already come out as bi when I was like 12, and that was no big deal because my parents were super chill. Um, and then I'd always felt kind of uncomfortable with myself, and I thought that I was that. just like general anxiety stuff or just like, oh, I'm not like other girls, that kind <laughs> of shit. Like I was very much in that kind of mindset. And then I was, oh, God, I was um, I was looking at uh, Homestuck Cosplayers online (laughs) and I came across one of them's blog and they had like they were playing like characters like male characters and female characters and I was like wow you're doing that really effectively that's really cool and then I looked on their blog and they were like I'm gender fluid and I was like what's that so I looked it up and it was like fucking instant click in my head like that's me that is what I am and then the instant, oh no, oh god, why? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, there was like one second of euphoria of 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 that you like eureka moment, and then it was, oh no, this is going to be really complicated and hard to explain to people. Yeah, and then I pushed it aside for like a couple months until the point where I was like, mm, okay, maybe I do have to accept this. This is not going away. Mm. Um, so that was like the beginning for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What about what about you? What was like your realization think, moment? Yeah. I think it was sort of like when I was I must have been 14, 13, 14 mm. as well, I think. Um but it was sort of like I always heard the word gender fluid. Okay. But I never really identified with that cuz I was mm-hmm. like I don't want to be a girl sometimes. I don't want to be a guy sometimes. Like I didn't flip between genders. Yeah, yeah. So it was like I that was the only term I knew. Mm-hmm. Um and then it was sort of more of a discovering more terms and then being like, oh, actually, like, I can just live without gender. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. have to, like, flip-flop <laughs> between. I don't have to, like, be both at the same time. Nice. It was sort of like, yeah. And it was it was just nice. It was sort of, I think, as well, it's been... I don't think I really had a massive eureka moment. Mm-hmm. I think it was sort of like a steady sort of thing and then I just slowly became more and more comfortable and then it got to that point of comfort where I was just like if people see me as anything other than like a genderless blob I'm just (laughs) like stop it and I feel really like like euphoric when Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I feel completely genderless hell yeah yeah. yeah. big mood that's definitely how I feel now in terms of my gender but back Mm -hmm. when I first came out I felt I, I was it was really more the whole very rigid like flipping between sometimes feeling very masculine and then other days feeling very feminine yeah um which was not great (laughs) honestly I didn't like it was if I think if I that had continued into now I would have had a lot more fun with it being able to play around Mm. with clothing and makeup and stuff but at that time I wasn't that confident with myself yeah and so it just kind of felt like it felt kind of stuck like I couldn't really do anything about my gender there were no steps I could take like to go on tea like testosterone or like get top surgery or anything because there would always be some days where I felt more feminine as well oh yeah so it was like it was there was a lot of gender dysphoria and that was like really yeah. not fun should we uh, oh, define totally. what gender dysphoria is? yeah I feel like that's a, a good place to start so mm-hmm. uh gender dysphoria is sort of when oh, I guess like when your body and your mind or the way people perceive you don't line up. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's really hard to explain dysphoria if you don't feel it. Like, yeah. I think, like, I didn't think I had dysphoria until I had, like, that moment of, like, oh, wait, I feel uncomfortable because of, like, the way people perceive me. Therefore, that is dysphoria. But I feel yeah. like you can't explain it to cis people or people that don't experiences for it's, it. it's very foreign i think to a lot of people like people get the whole like oh i don't like ha- how i see myself like with other stuff like with um like 
weight or height or whatever but the concept of being uncomfortable with gender is a bit foreign to them I think um for me like my dysphoria was mostly focused on my chest Mm. um I on days where I was feeling really masculine I felt really uncomfortable with people like the thought that people could see my chest and uh yeah that it wasn't flat um and that led to me binding really unsafely yeah um so binding is where you use something to compress your breasts down um, to give you the appearance of a flat chest. Yeah. Um, and through high school, I used a combination of sports bras and some really cheap binders from Amazon, mm. which had like hooks and like elastic, oh. like really yeah. cheap, awful ones. So now I have a bit of trouble breathing <laughs> because Oof. of that. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. And it's I think really not good. like people don't realize how mm. much binding can actually affect your body. Like... It is compressing, like, a part of your body and your rib cage as well. It's really important to do it safely. There's, there's a whole lot of moving parts with yeah. your ribs. Like, it's not like strapping down, like, your shin. Yeah. Like, it's a whole lot of parts that move and expand and contract. And when you're putting pressure on that overall, it's going to eventually, if you do it often enough, um, change the shape of your body in a ways that will not yeah, <laughs> benefit yeah. you. Yeah. So but there are ways of safely binding. Yeah. Like you can, I know, what is it? GC2B? I think they do. I get confused yeah. with the letters all the time. Yeah. They get like, they do like really good binders mm-hmm. and also um, gender minorities, Aotearoa, they just released um, their binders and they give away 10 free ones every mm-hmm. month which is really cool that's really awesome. yeah so if you want to bind i recommend going there but mm-hmm. also maybe like talk to some people that have experience with binding or talk to gender minorities Aotearoa, yeah. or somebody inside out because uh, safety is the first priority <laughs> yeah. yeah nowadays if i like it's very rare that i feel any gender dysphoria i'm pretty chill with myself but yeah. i nowadays i mostly just use a well-fitting sports bra because mm. that was the thing the sports bras i was wearing were very small because i wanted to get it as flat as possible so they yeah. were actually really ill-fitting now using like an actual properly fitted sports bra for only like a small amount of time yes yeah. how i yeah yeah at the moment i'm sort of going through that as well like Mm -hmm. i really am just not digging my chest at the moment but it's sort of um yeah i think i have like a larger chest as well so it's sort of like it's harder to hide but i think just like moving through those steps of being like oh how can i like alleviate this a little bit or how can i start to feel a bit more comfortable because Mm -hmm. um i personally don't enjoy binding i find it like really uncomfortable and oh yeah definitely yeah like, nowadays now that i have the breathing issues and i also have some other separate breathing yeah. issues like binding is really uncomfortable and not a fun time so yeah but like winter is great because i can just wear like a big big jumper oh, yeah. and i'm just <laughs> like oh my friends yes. Scarves will take away oh. so much attention from your chest i had such a great time of, i was like I, I was walking to I think something for Inside Out, I was wearing like this massive like swan dry jacket mm. and a scarf and I just felt like, I was like I'm a god. <laughs> it was amazing. Nice. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah, no, there's there's always those moments where you're like, yeah, my gender presentation is on point right now. I'm, yes. this is like, everything is aligning the planet, the stars yeah. aligned. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. They're smiling down upon me. Oh, I feel that. I, like, I, you can't even ex- like explain that euphoria. I feel. Yeah. So, so the the flip side to gender dysphoria is gender euphoria, which is what I now more feel yeah. rather than gender dysphoria. It's where the thought of someone perceiving you as your correct gender or like presenting as the the gender that you feel in your head gives you all of the good feelings. Yes, basically, oh, <laughs> I can't express how good it feels. Like mm-hmm. it's just like. It tends to, for me, it tends to be, like, a day of just, like, full-on just happiness. And then, like, I just feel, like, this, like, a cloud of happiness, <laughs> like, for about a week. And then, like, I just wait for it to come around again. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, it's amazing. It's definitely, it definitely puts the spring in your step. Babe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But, I mean, you said, like, we both were, like, 13, 14 mm-hmm. when we just sort of you know, it sort of clicked. But, like, were there any signs earlier than that? I find it super interesting hearing about people's childhood. (laughs) 
so I came out to my parents. I came out to them in a letter form because I was too scared to like do it in person. Um, and afterwards, they when they were like talking to me about it, they were like, "Yeah, we kind of always knew." And I was like, "What? What do you mean?" And they were like, "Well, you always used to play with trucks when you were little, <laughs> and then, like all of this stuff." Um, so I think I definitely showed signs of being like tomboyish when mm. I was younger, and you know, I liked dresses sometimes, but I also there were sometimes where I was like intensely like get that away from me yeah no, get let me play in the sand pit with all the guys let's you know that's totally that. like that's pretty close to my experience mm-hmm. as well of like every now and then I would wear a dress and it'd be like great but also I, there would be times where I was just like super masculine and mm-hmm. I hated being associated with anything girly oh yeah and it was I had oh it was amazing one time I was put into the boys gymnastic team mm-hmm. by accident because they didn't realize (laughs) and that still is with me because I'm just like oh it's amazing no I really liked it because I was like oh you don't think I'm a girl yeah (laughs) yeah nice yeah but also my mom told me a story of like when I was quite young I must have been like three or four that um I wouldn't let her cut all of my hair off because I didn't want to look like a a boy but I didn't want really long hair because I was like I don't want to be a girl so I had like a really like you know one of those really short bobs that look horrendous (laughs) but like page boy yeah but like I really loved it yeah (laughs) no I I kind of developed a bit of a thing with my hair because my hair was really long Mm. Um, like I grew it out until it was like halfway down my chest and that was when I, and it was at that point when I first started realizing gender stuff. So it was a really kind of uncomfortable realization because everyone had kind of put a lot of, uh, importance on my hair and everyone, Mm. because my hair is really like thick and silky. So people would always be like, oh, your hair looks so pretty. Like I want to touch it. And like, oh, you're such a pretty girl. And it it always kind of had a bit of a there was a bit of a disconnect there but when I came out it became even more pronounced so I pretty quickly chopped all of it off Um, yeah and I think that's something as well that I've become super aware of recently is mm -hmm. that like non-binary people are always expected to just present masculinely it's like there is no space for feminine non-binary people Mm -hmm. um and I feel like even like people who are assigned male at birth like even them presenting femininely is often looked down on or seen as not non-binary enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm running into that issue a little bit nowadays because I'm discovering the joys of eyeshadow yeah. <laughs> and like that kind of self-expression and I'm actually feeling comfortable enough with myself to experiment with more, like to wear dresses again and to wear more like feminine clothes, which is really fun because I like looking pretty sometimes. But it also, there's always a bit of like oh, people are going to misgender me way more if I wear this. Yeah. Like, people... And I've noticed that people kind of tend to treat me a little bit differently when I wear dresses. Mm. Like, people tend to be a little bit less rowdy. People tend to be a little bit more, like, respectful of, like, my personal space. Ah. But also tend to mess up my pronouns more. Yeah. So it's it's been a bit weird kind of navigating that space and, and trying to become comfortable with that. And... It's a weird kind of awareness of, like, sometimes it feels like I'm not being, like, a proper non-binary presentation because I'm, like, presenting feminine, Um, which is bullshit. Like, it's not, you know, I'm non-binary, my clothes don't change that, but it's still, there's still that kind of expectation there, I guess. Totally, yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's just really frustrating when people constantly put these expectations, and I feel like... Uh, with non being non-binary and I've like obviously not all non-binary people will agree with this but for me I feel like being non-binary a lot of it is just like getting rid of all of those expectations mm. and like messing like making people <laughs> really confused is oh, like yeah, my, my goal <laughs> yeah but like then when you do sort of fit into somebody's expectations it feels like oh, you failed as a non-binary person when it's yeah. like no you haven't mm-hmm. it's like Everybody has their own expression. They're comfortable with their own thing. Yeah. It's it's really interesting the types of questions you get from people as well. Um, and, I mean, I'm very comfortable answering anything. Like, I'm a pretty open book when it comes to my gender and all of that. Just, like, because I've heard every question there is under the sun yeah. at this point. And <laughs> due to being open from a young age and being, like, quite vocal in, like, my school QSA and in school as well. Like, I mm. was... I was out to everyone from the time of, like, 15 
Um, I changed my name when I was 16, so after that it was kind of hard to not (laughs) be out. Um, But yeah, no, like, it's it's kind of interesting. (laughs) The stuff that people will say if you give them permission to not have filters. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I... I I wasn't nearly as open as it sounds like you were mm-hmm. during like um my earlier teen years or during high school like it was sort of uh, in a lot of ways I didn't want the questions and I didn't want people to mm-hmm. like question my existence cuz like that just feels really like it's a really uncomfortable for me yeah. so it was sort of like I was like oh I'll just live with being misgendered because mm-hmm. like it's easier than getting all of these questions, but now it's sort of like it's getting to a point where I'm like, I feel really uncomfortable with this, mm-hmm. but not wanting to like, you know, it's kind of hard when you've yeah. like relegated yourself to that spot. And mm-hmm. now like a year after you've known someone. So that's something that I'm navigating at the moment, which it's, it's been really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I definitely feel a lot better now than when I was I'm just, glad. like, letting it happen. Yeah, so, yeah, for me, when I was in high school, the gender dysphoria was so bad that, um, like, it was the better alternative of being open than to be closeted and have to deal with it on a daily basis. Um, so I came out to my parents, like, about four months before I realised. Um, I came out to my friends, like, three months after I realised, and then my parents. Um, and then from there, just everyone in general um Mm. and they like I went to a pretty good school honestly like I went to a co-ed no uniform school oh that's which was it was the dream I could have gone to Wellington Girls but I adamantly refused even when I didn't I hadn't realized at that point but I was like I don't want to wear a skirt yeah (laughs) looking back I'm like yeah fair oh I was the the this year, the year after I left high school, they brought in gender-neutral uniforms. Oh, I was man. like, I went through so much. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm very glad I didn't <laughs> yeah. do all of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so my school was pretty accepting, to be honest. Um, I only... I really didn't actually receive that much, like, bullying because of my gender. Mm. I, I actually received, like, I got more bullying because of my sexuality. Yeah. Um, which was weird. Um and most of the teachers were pretty good with it. There were a couple notable exceptions. Ugh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like my French and German teacher, which, I mean, I should have probably expected it because mm. they're such gendered languages. Totally. Like, yeah. But she adamantly refused to call me they, them pronouns. Um, her rationale for that was that it's not grammatically correct. At which point, no, it's like no. <laughs> at which point, I threw a dictionary at her and was yes. like, "Look, it's in the dictionary." And she was just like, "Well, I'm still not going to call you that." So. Yeah, that's so frustrating. Yeah. yeah, and I'm German, so like mm-hmm. I speak German, and I've always sort of considered like going there because I love Germany so much. Yeah. But it's always been that like they don't have a gender neutral pronoun, which is. Yeah. But I I actually found some really cool articles about um some alternatives that they want to start using in German and I do um have a couple of language episodes planned for speak out so stay <laughs> nice. tuned for that and I'll probably talk more about it then yeah. subtle plug just yes there. subtle yeah <laughs> actually mm-hmm. I have real exciting news that you don't know yet oh. um the speak out um is now on Podbean and Spotify so hey. yeah so you can listen to um, not all of our episodes, some of our earlier episodes aren't up there mm-hmm. yet, but um, all of the episodes this year are up there. So check them out. Awesome. That's yeah. very cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's very recent, like literally today. So, oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Spotify m- mucked me around for a bit. I was like, oh, try and get my podcast up on this. And then they were just like, no. And then today they were like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. that was thanks, my guess. thanks Spotify for yeah. finally seeing the Thank light. you Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean that was like my high school experience mm. with being non-binary. Um and it, yeah, there was there was a little bit of um difficulty like kind of specifically with the QSA that I was in because we got a lot of misinformation from the faculty on like what was Uh. like 
we were told at one point that we could change our pronouns in like the school's roster because the school had like listed down our gender. We were told we could change that in the school's roster. And then when I tried to go and talk to them about it to get my gender changed, because I think I was the first person to come out as specifically non-binary in my mm. school. There were a couple other general, generally trans people, but I, I was the first to come out as something. The normal trans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not to, I don't want to be like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I was the first to come out as not a, like a binary trans person. Yeah. So I, when I went to the office, they were like, that is absolutely not a thing we can do. This is, like the roster comes from the Ministry of Education, you would have to change it with them, and that's not possible because the software we're using only allows for two options. Yeah, like so there was this, there was like a whole drama with that, and it was that was really stressful to deal yeah. with. Yeah, um, but apart from that, honestly, my high school experience wasn't too bad. Yeah. Um, it was just a lot of daily misgendering. Yeah, um, and mm. awkward questions. Yeah, but yeah. I remember one time I was just walking around my school and this kid came up to me who I'd never met before in my entire life. And he came up to me and he looked me in the eyes and was like, are you a boy or a girl? <laughs> that like, <Yeah. laughs> and I, I just shrugged and was like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's such a power move though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> This was in year 13, so yeah. I was a bit more comfortable with myself at yeah. that point. I was just like, dude. <laughs> you saw me like, yeah <laughs> I don't know oh it's great yeah no I changed my name at school mm-hmm. during um my last year but like halfway through because beforehand I was like I really do not want to like again it was that sort of like I don't want to have to explain myself but it was gotcha. also getting to that point of being like Ugh. so yeah <laughs> but it was sort of interesting seeing people's reactions of mm-hmm. some people were like yeah that's cool and when they would mess up they were like correct themselves immediately and then there were some other people that were like prove it like where's your passport and I was like just get just get lost yes but it was sort of yeah it was a weird mixed bag and I think my experience would have been like quite different from yours because Mm. I've never bothered with coming out that was never a part of my experience I was just sort of like when I first realized especially my sexuality I was sort of like oh, I guess I'm going to have to come out and do that. And I would, like, just work myself up into, like, a state of anxiety. And mm-hmm. then at some point I was just like, I can just do my thing. And they, if they can figure it out, then, like, congrats. If not, you're dumb. So it's like <laughs> – but I think, like, I'd never done that coming out for my sexuality. So it gotcha. sort of felt unnatural to do it for my gender. Mm-hmm. But I think that's something that I've sort of accepted, that, like, I'm going to have to do that in mm-hmm. order to, like, be gendered correctly. So do you – are you enjoying my journey so far? I'm like, I'm like, enjoying I'm, like I'm doing it's, great. Like, <laughs> I feel amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's but, fun. It's fun learning about other people's stories yeah. and how they differ. Yeah. Like, for me, I came out so many times. Like, I was very, like, I mean, I came out to my family about being bisexual when I was 12. Um, and it was such, like, a non, like, such not a big deal that I felt kind of slighted, honestly. Yeah. Like, I was like, I like girls as well as guys, and they were, like, cool, and then just yeah. continued on. Yeah. To the point where I, like, kind of made a bigger deal about every other gender thing. True. <laughs> so, Fair. Later on. Yeah. So, we've run out of time on, um, on the radio, oh, on uh, 106.1 <laughs> FM, um, so... We will continue this conversation and you can listen to it on our podcast, which will go up on our website, Podbean and Spotify. Yay! <laughs> so stay tuned if you're in that group. All right. Nice. And we're continuing with the loyal ones. <laughs> Hello, loyal ones. The special people. Who yeah. <laughs> stay tuned. Our in. favorite ones. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're definitely playing favorites. Yeah, right we now. play favorites. Yeah. <laughs> we have that right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, All right. I can't even remember. Like, it happened 30 seconds ago, but I can't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I was talking about coming out. Coming out. Yeah. Yes. Um, so for me, like, I'm about to start working in, like, a customer service job, and I haven't made it clear to my employers yet my gender stuff. So I'm, I'm honestly a little bit <laughs> – yeah. I'm a little bit anxious about, like, when is the correct time – yeah come at, like should i come out like i'm i'm, I'm gonna give it a couple weeks anyways, yeah it's just to see how things go but it's 
it's always a bit weird trying to figure out when is the right time to come out. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I with my name, it was always sort of like, oh, when do I let people know that like this is my preferred name? Mm-hmm. And then I realized like I'm allowed to put my preferred name down on my CV. Yeah, and then they only need my legal name like after having gone through all of that, which was like a massive help instead of having to sit in the interview and go, actually, that's not my name. But yeah, so yeah, but it's definitely, it's weird. Like trying to, like (laughs) trying to figure out how much you actually like open up to, especially employers, I feel. Yeah, like in a workplace environment when I'm working in a team with other people and I'm, I'm, it's, it's always, you're always a bit unsure of exactly how accepting people are going to be. Yeah. So, and I find it, I find it really hard to be subtle about stuff. So some people might be like, hey, bring up queer issues, like really subtly. And I'm like, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> I am like a bull in a china shop. I don't, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do subtle at all. So yeah. um, it's a bit more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's such a weird like tightrope to walk because it is sort of like getting misgendered is so crap but it's also like I don't know how much you actually know about rainbow stuff and I don't know so yeah it's like a really weird dynamic yeah and the thing about being non-binary is that it's not really public knowledge Mm, unless you run in queer circles unless you've encountered like some queer media with non-binary people which is few and far between yeah very Uh, rare very very rare (laughs) Uh, which i think i've mentioned on the one of these that i did about queer media like there's very little (laughs) there's like nothing um so i'm angry (laughs) (laughs) yes Bring out the rainbows, but like it's very unlikely that uh, your average person, unless they have like a family member or something who is queer, who has brought this up to them, actually knows what being non-binary is. And trying to explain something and be like the gender binary, this thing that you've been that's been ingrained into you societally for so many years. Is is I'm I'm breaking out of that. Yeah, it's not a thing for me. Yeah, can't do that. <laughs> and I think because like I've been working with Inside Out for I think it's like a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. I like I I missed our one year anniversary. No, oh, no. I should have gotten like a cake or something. Um, yeah, Mine's but... coming up soon. Ooh, like, I'll get you a cake. Not I'll get you a cake. Like, okay, I oh, will. I love cakes. Yeah. So yeah. yes, amazing. <laughs> yeah, but I think like with working with Inside Out, and I do like a whole bunch of workshops, which is like we offer workshops to workplaces and schools and school staff, mm-hmm. um, and teach them about like the gender binary and the gender non-binary and just gender and sexuality in general. And I think it's so weird doing that, and then but like teaching people that in a non-workshop context is yeah. so different in like a personal way because then you're opening yourself up to yeah. all of the yeah. personal questions totally um even like even people can stumble on it accidentally like i changed my name when i was 16 and it's like my previous name was very heavily gendered mm. um so when i mention sometimes that i've changed my name because people are like oh Imlin, that's an interesting name like what huh what oh, is I that didn't her. yeah <laughs> yeah i kind of automatically go oh yeah i changed it like i chose it myself and then they're like oh what was it before and then i have to make that choice of like okay do I go into explanation mode? Usually my go-to is like, I'm totally fine answering that question, but a lot of other trans people are not, and then go into the concept yeah. of dead names and all of that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's hard if I'm not out. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's yeah. I think it's like it's really interesting. Like a lot of non-binary people do change their names, but I think my favorite thing is that a lot of the times our names are just really weird. Like <laughs> yeah. they're all like things like like my name is compass like that is a weird ass name and i get a lot of questions about it i'm like a lot of people ask me if my parents are hippies and i'm just like yeah sure that works, <laughs> but, that works yeah too. but it's yeah i think it was i have a strange relationship with my name i think because my my dead name it's it's not an english name so mm. it's for people that speak english it's not inherently gendered to people that speak English. Yeah. But it was sort of like the, I think the reason why I felt so uncomfortable with it was because it was sort of associated with a person that I wasn't. Yeah. So it's like, 
I think I would be pretty comfortable with like I'm not like super emotionally attached to compasses, <laughs> but it's sort of like I chose this name, and if you don't call me by it, then you're disrespecting me. So yeah, I feel like that's what a lot of people don't get about names. Of like, it's not about how pretty the name is; it's about like my own emotional attachment to it and how that makes me feel respected. And like, you wouldn't call a cis person the wrong name if they said, "Oh." I'm using my middle name because I really don't like my first name. It mm. would be a dick move to then call them by their first name. I know so many cis people that use a middle name. It's yeah. crazy. Like, and it's no different to what we're doing. It's the exact same thing. So if you would, if you would extend that courtesy to any other person, you should extend it to us. Mm. Like, it's not, it's not that hard. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it's not that hard, people. It's not that hard. Yeah, and I, yeah. I offer, like, pretty easy. Like, you can just call me M. Like, that's, like, the easiest yeah. <laughs> thing like, to the remember. the easiest alternative. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, for me, my dead name is, like, the most basic white girl name possible. Yeah. So it's very immediately yeah. gendered. Like, Oof. Yeah. So. I, th- it, I think because my name's not English, it, like... It like every time I hear it, I'm like, I know specifically they're talking about me because uh, I've never met another person with the same name. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. See, I get the opposite problem is that people say it around me all the time because they're talking to someone else, and I get that kind of momentary like, oh no, people who knew me before I came out, get away from me. And I'm like, oh wait, yeah. they're talking to someone else. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah. The, the spectrum of experiences is right here. It's so big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, weird. Weirds are names. Names are weird. Yeah, <laughs> that too. I yeah. mean, all, I'm all a mess. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I think oh, it's my absolute favorite when like trans and non-binary people have like really weird names because I'm just like I just love it. And I know, like, I know, you can't name your child that, but you can name yourself that. Like that's so good. Yeah, like I have a friend who goes by Sharky. Like that's. We know the same person. Also, I'm not sure if we're allowed to say their name on here. Oh, oh. right. We'll yes. edit that out. Yep. Never mind. Yeah. We know the same person. Yes. Actually, actually, we'll have this conversation off because, like, this is going to mm-hmm. go on for a while. Yeah. <laughs> we both got distracted. Yeah. Okay. Non-binary things. Anything else yeah. we haven't covered so far? Yeah. So we both just realized we have, like, a mutual friend group. It's That's so, amazing. Like, I mean, the queer, like, even in non-queer, like, the queer spaces in Wellington are pretty singular. Like, you, mm. you know a lot of people if you're at all involved with queer That's stuff. That's true. But even, like, not queer stuff, like, I realized recently that um, I know one of my boyfriend's exes and we used to do cosplay stuff too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, Wellington is too small. And, and that person's... Old uh, younger brother is now in my improv group. So it's like, yeah, this and it's it's so weird. Just the people you. I always find it so weird of like, um, like two different friend groups when like individual people from those friend groups know each other. Because I'm Mm. just like, how? (laughs) Like, yeah, you don't exist outside of this context that I know you in. Like, you're not allowed. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. it's very fun. Oh, it's great. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. We got way off topic there, yeah, I feel. Yeah, that, that was very, very <laughs> off topic. Okay, non-binary stuff. Yeah, um, um, non-binary stuff. What are some things you wish that people knew about non-binary people or being non-binary in general? That we exist in general. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, ask first if you're going to ask any invasive questions. Yes. And the things that I would rank as invasive questions is asking if I've had surgeries or like asking like what parts mm. I have or like asking what my name was before I changed it. Like all of that kind yeah. of stuff. That's that's like yeah. if like that stuff can it might not be that big a deal to you but just take a second and think of why a non-binary person might be uncomfortable with those kind totally. of things and it's sort of like when you think about why you're asking that question it's always going to be like you're just curious instead mm-hmm. of like it actually matters like yeah. it like asking somebody what their pronouns are is like it sort of does matter because you want to refer to people in the correct mm-hmm. way but asking people what genitalia genitalia they have it's like you don't need to know really unless you are about to sleep with that person yeah, that yeah. Is not <laughs> or you're a doctor <laughs> like yeah, like yeah, other exactly. than that you don't or a, oh, actually no i'm not gonna 
I was going to say like a doctor that you're about to sleep with, but I'm like, if that's your own doctor, don't do it. That's a bit but illegal. like, um, but if it's a doctor that is not your doctor, go for it. Yeah, I give you a high five. <laughs> Proud of you. Weird PSA right there. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> this it's gone. Plot a little it's bit. gone downhill like slowly. It's, look, this is the content you. Uh, tune into Spotify yeah. or Podbean to hear. Yeah, or our website. Or our but, website. Yeah. All of the above. Insideout.org.nz. <laughs> yeah. yeah what, what are stuff that you would want people to know about non-binary people? Oh, I, f- I feel like it's pretty similar. It's just like knowing that we exist. But mm-hmm. yeah, I also feel like people in general just need to be more educated about like the gender spectrum mm-hmm. of like and gender theory in general of like, you know, gender is something that's super societal but it isn't mm-hmm. like inherently part of who we are as people it's like yeah. we grow up around it and that's why we think and feel and act in certain ways um yeah i think yeah like the differences between yourself. gender identity and gender expression and yeah yeah biological sex like all of those different things they're different and like it's pretty easy to find information online like it's a quick google away so if i would say do your own research and absolutely if you know a queer person and you want specifically their perspective ask them first if it's okay to ask some questions i'm like personally i'm totally fine with answering anything i'm pretty comfortable with myself and being out and i don't mind but i am an outlier i would say yeah (laughs) so yeah and actually um we have uh, the More Than Four resource, mm-hmm. um, and there. So More Than Four is basically just like a video resource of a whole bunch of people talking about their identity um, and what it means to them, and certain things that they want people to know. And there is a non-binary video, which I think is absolutely fantastic, and it's I love. Good. I love good. watching it. Um, so I recommend, especially if this sort of like the first time you've ever heard the term non-binary yeah <laughs> welcome um hello yeah hi <laughs> how are you um go check that out because they do tell like their personal stories a little bit and mm-hmm. what they want and i think personal stories are really important for people to be able to empathize because yeah like i wish people would be able to just empathize off the bat but a lot of the time you need to know why it's important yeah, yeah. reading reading stuff off a screen is good but actually figuring out why it matters can be a whole different yeah ball game which is why i'm perfectly happy talking to people about non-binary stuff because if i i'll handle a couple awkward questions and then the next trans or non-binary person they come across won't have to so yeah yeah. That's like the goal. Yeah. The dream. That's that's how I'm trying to be. I'm mm-hmm. I'm becoming more and more comfortable. Yeah, hopefully. You're coming yeah. out of your chrysalis. Yeah, I reckon we'll do like the the we should record another episode like next year and oh, see how far we've come. <laughs> That'd be great planning. Planning for the future. Yeah. Future compass yeah, is gonna future, be so pleased yeah, with you. Future compass is gonna love me. <laughs> Call yeah. back to the beginning. Yeah, hey, 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 hey. That's how you do comedy. Yeah. 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 Nice. But it's it's so weird talking about being non binary because it's sort of like it's gotten to the point where it's just like this is who I am, but mm-hmm. it's so weird thinking that people don't know or like aren't educated. It's so strange to think that there are people with different levels of knowledge and that like my existence is something that's so foreign to people Mm -hmm. which is it's something really interesting to think about and I think that's something that I need to keep in mind a bit more when talking to people of like you you actually don't have exposure to this so I can't expect you to know this often the trouble with being in a really accepting environment in terms of queer stuff is once you go out of that environment you're kind of used to all like you're in you're used to a certain level of politeness and understanding and knowledge Mm. and then when you venture out of that it's a bit of a nasty shock it's a dark Um, world out there Yeah. yeah but like some people will surprise you like so i recently got into a relationship about three months ago um um, (laughs) (laughs) which is fantastic and it's really good but 
um, I did have to explain the whole gender stuff um, to him. Um, and he, like, he's totally fine with it. Like, the he's, mo- so he's so lovely. He's so lovely. Oh, he's <laughs> just so great. My boyfriend. Yeah. So- I just, uh, he's so good. <laughs> he's very good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna he gave me, to listen to this. he gave me a garlic knot. Like, we went to sales and he gave me one of his garlic <laughs> oh, knots. And yeah, I was just like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How dare. Yeah. It was, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's not that hard to be accepting of people, even when they're close to you. Like, that's Mm. what I've kind of learned from being in a relationship with him, is that, like, all of my previous relationships, they were, okay, they were cis straight guys, um, for the most part. And We still love you if you're cis and straight, but, like, please don't be an asshole. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) but my my problem tended to be that they tended to see me as a woman, um, Mm. despite me telling yeah. different um and the difference with this current relationship is astounding in terms of like pronouns on point yeah like respectful it's it's so good and it's it's really not that hard it's you just gotta see people as people mm. and not worry too much about the meat encasing them. yeah yeah <laughs> i love that it's just yeah. meat it's just meat <laughs> i am yeah. a brain piloting a flesh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I totally feel that of like you your relationship is just immediately so much more healthy when your identity like you as a person are respected. It's just like yeah. it's so much yeah. it's so much easier and nicer. And even with like not romantic relationships, like close personal yes. relationships, it is so refreshing to tell someone oh, these are my pronouns, and for them to immediately snap into, oh, my apologies, and then using those correct pronouns. Ah, uh, yes. It is, it is the best feeling in the world, mm. and I treasure those friendships so much. <laughs> so, totally, yeah. You know. Like, I have a friend where we just send each other, like, memes about, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like being non-binary, being trans, and it's sort of, like, it's just so nice to have that solidarity. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, one of my also favorite things about being non-binary is making jokes about my gender in front of cis straight oh, people and oh. seeing the confusion. <laughs> I love it. Yes. <laughs> like, we're going to come across as a little bit sadistic here, but it is very fun, like, saying, I identify as... Uh, in front of people. <laughs> and, and watching the gears turn like a screech. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I identify as a series of question marks over yeah. and over. Yes. <laughs> like that. I'm actually just 38 bees in a meat costume. Yeah. Yes. I identify as eldritch monstrosity. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite currently. It's very yeah. much my brand of, oh. like, <laughs> spooky <Yes>. horrorness. <laughs> oh, it's my fave. Yes. Yeah, I feel like there's so much power in just reveling in, like, the... Like, like you're going to get misunderstanding. Like, we've talked about this, mm-hmm. like, this entire... Um, episode of like there but there's so much power in it as well when you can make fun of like that experience and have fun with it like there's so much power there making jokes about my gender is so fun and like there's a difference between laughing with your non-binary person about the jokes that they're making and then also like attack helicopter jokes oh my god because that's what i was gonna say i knew where you were going with it it was Mm -hmm. like attack helicopter Like, there are, there are like, two jokes that people make about trans people, and it's, like, attack helicopter jokes and did you just assume my gender jokes. Yeah. Which are not, like, uh, it's just, don't make those jokes. They're not funny. They're, yeah. They're, 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 we've heard them a thousand times already. You're not the first person to yeah. say this to us. It's just it's, so... It automatically puts us on edge because it feels like you're making a joke of our existence. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. those, people say those jokes and I immediately just go, you're not a good one. You're not a good it's one. Like, it's yeah. like when you're playing a video game where you have companions and you just get the Imlin greatly disapproves text. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> minus two friendship points. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so... Yeah, I feel like jokes are sort of those things where, especially, like, cis straight people get really defensive because they mm-hmm. can't make jokes about people when I'm like, you can make 
jokes like with rainbow people like we love it like have you seen our memes they're great but like it's sort of like there is a massive difference between that and you making fun of our existence i love nothing more than when people send me photos of like cursed images of just like deep fried nothingness and be like it you and i'm like yes i love it it is me like that's fantastic that's really fun i'm laughing with you if you just are like oh did you just assume my gender i'm not laughing with you and I'm going to be glaring at you. Yeah, <laughs> it sort of reminds me of, I remember like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm-hmm. I think it was like after the first or second season and Andy Samberg was doing an interview and the interviewer asked, why don't you make more gay jokes about Captain Holt? Mm. And Andy Samberg was like, we do make gay jokes. It's just we're not making fun of gay people. Yeah, And it's just like, it's so easy to be kind to people with your humor rather than tearing people down Mm -hmm. yeah and often that humor is way more fun like it's it's way more fun to to be around comprehensible objects and be like it me yeah that's funny it's just it's just so fun (laughs) it's fresh yeah it's spicy i i love memes at the moment because i'm just like like this makes no sense and i find it so incredibly funny yeah 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 do you have any closing remarks? We've got we've gone on for a while. It we feels have, like we've been here for five minutes. We've just, we just been having a chat. Yeah, <laughs> we should do more go. shows together. Oh, really? Shit, oh my God. <laughs> Welcome to the Compass and Emlyn show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this hours now we're clearing yeah. it. Yeah, ours. Rubbing our dirty little hands yeah. over. <laughs> Everybody else get lost. Yeah, <laughs> no, don't actually. Yeah. <laughs> Come guest. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Yeah. yeah. Um. Restrict, restrict words to restrict <laughs> yourself. Closing <laughs> statements. Words. Yeah. Nah. Um. Respect non-binary people, please. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ask us stuff nicely if we're okay with that. Yes. Uh, and treat us like people. Go get educated. Yeah. And please, 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 always ask for people's pronouns. Mm-hmm. Like it's so nice, even if you use gendered pronouns, even if you're a cis person. It's so nice to. Have people actually care about what you identify as? It's just so nice. Hell yeah. Yeah. Remember your gender-neutral greetings. Don't separate things by... Gender, That was please. something we forgot to talk about, like, the experience of... It's been nearly an hour, Emma. I know, It's I know, been I know. nearly an hour. Just don't separate people. If you're putting people into groups, don't put them in gendered groups. Oh, please. That sucks. Yeah. We it's can bad. make our own group of, like, boys, girls, non-binary people. Yeah. And there's, like, two of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Anyways. Anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for all you loyal people who mm. came to the to listen to the podcast. After dark. Yeah, after dark. Yeah. Except it's like <laughs> 3 30 PM. It's 3.30. Yeah. Um <laughs> we're very sorry. And thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm not sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you can find us uh inside out any social media on our website and you can listen to all of these in podcast form on podbean spotify and on our website under speak out radio and we put out new episodes every two weeks so woot woot yeah all right i have been emlyn and i have been compass i'm still compass (laughs) yeah we are (laughs) we are still us (laughs) somehow yeah all right we really have to stop now Bye. (laughs) bye